listening to Splash with Shalene Bryan. Get ready to be splashed with love and laughter to rehydrate your soul. Welcome to another episode of Splash. I'm Shalene Bryan here with my buddy Barbara Cameron. Hello, everyone. <laughs> We're ready to splash you with a little love, laughter, and encouragement to rehydrate your souls. And today, buddy, yep. we're talking about stand firm. I love it. Straight out of 1 Corinthians 6, 16, Woo. 13. I want to read it to us. Be on guard. Mm. Anybody feel that right now in our country? Mm. Be on guard. <laughs> stand firm in the faith. Mm. Amen. Be courageous. Be strong. And I feel like in just in light of, I'm not even turning the news on anymore, know, right? Because I, I just, it's, so... I, it's not rehydrating no, for me. It, it sure doesn't isn't. get me focused on what I need to. And God says, fix your eyes, be on guard, stand firm in your faith, Jolene. Yep. Be courageous, be strong. So today I want to talk about the three R's of standing firm. Okay. Um, I got a chance to put this talk together. And um, anybody who in, in October is around Charlotte, North Carolina, or Lynchburg, Virginia. I'll actually be doing this talk live uh, at Extraordinary Women. So if you want to awesome. go to that conference, just put a word out to me. Um, and who knows, maybe we'll pick someone to join me there, buddy. Mm. That'd be fun. Mm, I love it. Um, but I want to talk about the three R's of standing firm, as in rescued, redeemed, mm. and ready. Wow. Right? Yep. Just those three things alone. Yeah. Rescued from our own reputation. Ooh. Right? Yeah. The labels yep. we're putting on ourselves yep. or that people are putting on us. Yep. Just shake that shame then, yep, off, right? Exactly. It's just yucky. Redeemed. We need to live an exchanged life. God redeemed us from that old That's girl right. we were or That's where right. we've been or what we've done. And we're redeemed. That's right. It's a new day. And I say this so often, especially to you when we're flying and traveling. There's a reason that the windshield is bigger than the little rear view mirror That's on right. your car. That's if right. we drove looking out the rear view mirror, we're gonna be in ac accidents That's all right. day long. That's right. You wonder why things are blowing up. I guarantee you're probably not looking out the windshield. Re live redeemed and then ready. Mm -hmm. mm. Splash mm. family, <laughs> we be need ready. to be ready because right. whatever happens, I mean, just coming out of all the things we're coming out of, hearing what's happening all around the world, yeah. floods, Afghanistan's wars, politics, vaxes, new vaxes, new this, new Delta, Baba. I mean, I can't even keep track of it all. And so whatever happens, we need to be ready to That's live right. the life of love because what I'm seeing so often right now is that Christians, followers of Jesus, you and me, buddy, even if I agree or disagree with the situation, I'm called to be ready to love people and meet them where, where they are. And it's easier said yeah, than it's done, right? Said than done it's, right? It's easier said than done because first we need to be rescued. Right. We need to allow God who sent his son, Jesus, that's right. to rescue us and to live a rescued life. And so I always look to the Bible. Like mm -hmm. I love finding stories in there. Like, you know, when I did my study on Esther mm -hmm. or like, I just love it mm -hmm. that there are people in there to speak a now word to That's us right. right now. And so when I'm looking through there, you know, God always uses flawed people in his That's stories. Right. David was an adulterer. Anyone <laughs> listening? Right? Yep. He was a murderer, mm -hmm. but he was beloved by God. Peter was a liar. Mm. He was disloyal. Mm -hmm. Anybody lie to you? Mm. Anyone been disloyal? But God got a hold of his heart and he became the rock of the church that the church was built on. So today I want to talk about women in the Bible um, 
And this woman, <laughs> her reputation um, was probably as bad as it gets. Mm-hmm. Um, I want us to turn, if, if you're driving, don't turn to anything. I'm going to read it to you. Um, <laughs> but if you're sitting at home having some coffee with Barbara and I and um, listening to this podcast, turn to Joshua 2, 1 through 21. But I'm going to read it to us right now. Then Joshua, son of Nun, secretly, I love this right here, secretly as in, shh, you don't need to tell everybody all your business, people. Joshua, son of Nun, secretly, he didn't post it on the Instagram, he didn't have a TikTok video, he didn't have to call 50 friends about it, he secretly sent two spies into Shittim, and that's a long I, because if you look at the way this is spelled in the Bible, (laughs) that's a long I, Shittim. Um, But isn't that interesting that he secretly, Mm. and I feel like there's no, nothing held sacred anymore. Everyone's going to give their opinion, they're going to put out their stuff, so I I really want us to lean into God's word this morning. Mm. Will you just bless? as I read this, because these aren't my words. This is something that Barbara and I want to always be able to take you to, because this is the only place you're going to get hydrated. Mm. This is the only place that's going to refresh your soul. This is the only place that's going to fill you up and give you a new day. That's right. Mm -hmm. So it says, Joshua, son of Nun, secretly, shh, sent two spies to Shittim. Go look over the land, he said, especially Jericho. So they went and entered the house of a prostitute named Rahab. And they stayed there. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because when I was growing up in uh, Sunday school in fifth grade, I thought she was a hostess. <laughs> my, my Sunday school teacher told me she was, she was an innkeeper. <laughs> you know, you get older and you get in the Bible and I'm like, oh, that little felt thing had a little more, a little more salt and pepper to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Spicy. <Woo! laughs> Rahab, oh my right? The king of Jericho was told, look, some of the Israelites have come here tonight to spy out the land. So the king of Jericho sent this message to Rahab. Rahab was well known. When I look deeper into the Bible, she was one of the most beautiful women who ever lived on the planet. I thought that was Esther. Yes. Esther got second runner up. (laughs) It's Rahab. Okay. I'm I'm just saying. Bring out the men who came to you and entered your house because they have come to spy out the whole land. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. She said, yes, the men came to me, but I don't know where they they had come from. Mm. She lied. Mm -hmm. Anybody lied? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she lied straight out. She was a prostitute who lies. Sounds like David and Peter, right? Um, At dusk, It kind of sounds like you and me. (laughs) At dusk, when it was time to close the city gate, they left. I don't know which way they went, she said. Go after them quickly. You may catch up with them. Wow. She was a sharp girl. Yeah. Then we go down to verse 6. But she had actually taken them up to the roof and hidden them under the stalks of flax she had laid out on the roof. This wasn't her first rodeo. Right. Girlfriend was a prostitute. I'm sure she had many men, wives. Wives knocking on the door. Is my husband there? What night of the week? You know what I mean? So then the men that the king sent set out to pursue the spies on the road that leads to the forge of the Jordan. And as soon as the pursuers had gone out, the gate was shut. Before the spies lay down for the night, Rahab went up to the roof and she said to them, this is so powerful. I know that the Lord has given you this land. She's basically saying, look, I know that the Lord's given you Jericho and that a great fear of you has fallen on us so that all who live in this country are melting in fear because of you. 
You know what's so crazy when I think about that? Is 38 years earlier, when the Israelites were coming out of Egypt and the crossing of the Red Sea happened, I mean, Rahab probably wasn't even born yet, mm. but she had heard of this God mm-hmm. that was able to, that her whole Jericho town, her whole village had heard of this God, that they were melting in fear. I had to ask myself, when is the last time you yeah. heard something about God, Shalene, that melted you in fear? You're like, oh, he is so powerful. Right. He is so in control. Right. It's very humbling. Yeah. We have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea in verse 10 for you when you came out of Egypt and what you did to Shion and Og, the two kings of the Amorites east of the Jordan, whom you completely destroyed. Verse 11, when we heard of it, our hearts melted in fear for Mm. everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord your God is the God of heaven and above and on the earth below. Mm. Mm. That's right in the Bible. Verse 11, like melted in fear. There's a healthy fear of the Lord that's the beginning of wisdom, wisdom, right? right, right. And you're hearing the wisdom in this young prostitute lying person that we all would probably disregard. I was just going to say. Right? We think, oh, her? Yeah. I mean, the women were probably jealous as all get out of this girl. Right. She's the next, you know, forget America's next top model, Jerrica's next top model, you know what I mean? It's like this healthy fear became a reality in Rahab's life. And when she chose in faith to trust that God was truly the living God, it saved her. She didn't need the whole town to believe her. She knew her reputation was changed in that moment. Isn't that interesting? I mean, here a king sends these men. I was thinking of this because you know how my brain goes. Those men that she grew up in that Jericho, Mm -hmm. remember, march around seven times, they're going to fall down. Mm -hmm. So here she grew up in Jericho and here these men send her and want to know information and she has zero respect for them. She's like, I sleep with you. You come in here Mm -hmm. and prostitute me two, three times a night and you have a wife and a family and, Mm -hmm. you know, and so it's, but she had a healthy fear when Joshua sent the two spies to check. She goes, oh, they will take over. God will take over this land. God's hand is on them. So verse 12, now then please swear to me, she says, by the Lord that you will show kindness to my family because I have shown kindness to you. She's a negotiator too. Right, right, right. She goes, give me a sure sign, verse 13, that you will spare the lives of my father and mother, my brothers and sisters, and all who belong to them. doesn't Mm. sound like she was married. Mm -mm. She was young. Mm. And that you will save us from death. Our lives for your lives, the men assured her. If you don't tell, and this is from the Bible, you guys. I mean, people say the Bible's boring. (laughs) I'm like, maybe you're boring, boo. You know what I mean? Like, this is not boring. I'm like, this is a great story. Um, If you don't tell what we are doing, is what the men said to Rahab, we will treat you kindly and faithfully when the Lord gives us this land. Mm. Right? And so she let them down by a rope through the window for her house. And this is crazy. So you think about the round walls of Jericho, right? right? So there's these homes that are butted up against the walls. Her house happened to be, and this is just straight out of the Bible, verse 15. So she let them down for the house she lived in was part of the city wall. Mm. She had a window. Yeah, she dropped ropes out there. Yeah, I'm sure she did a lot. She said to them, go to the hills so the pursuers will not find you. Hide yourself there for three days until they return and then go on your way. 
Now the men had said to her, this oath you made us swear will not be binding on us unless, unless when we enter the land, you have tied the scarlet cord. Isn't that interesting? Mm. That this scarlet cord in the window through which you let us down. And unless you have brought your father and mother and your brothers and all your family into your house, we won't be able to save you. Right. Mm. So she knew that the cue was I have to hang this scarlet right. rope that I'm laying it down out my window. Right. And I'm getting my family as in here. As, Mama yeah, bear every, this thing. Everybody's there. coming in. Yep. Right. And then skip down to 21. Agreed, she said. Let it be as you say. So she sent them away and they departed and she tied the scarlet cord to the window. Isn't that beautiful? Mm. You know, in order to stand firm, we must recognize our need to be rescued. I think as mm. women, our fry goes, we're good, I'm good, I got it. Right. I'm, and you're not good. No. Nothing's good. We've, we've got to be rescued from our consequences of our own self-created messes, drama, life. Thoughts. Gets, right, thoughts, amen, right? And it's like we waste so much of our lives trying to live down a label or a prior reputation, and God wants to deliver you from that right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're maybe not where you could be, and you're not where you should be yet, but you're not where you've been, right? right? And I don't need you, you and I, Barbara, too, or you listening, to have anybody walking the earth approve you of that. God's already done it. And that's what's so crazy. It's like, so they entered the house of a prostitute named Rahab, and they stayed there. And it's like three different passages in the Bible describe Rahab as a prostitute. It's interesting because that was her label. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rahab the mm-hmm. prostitute, Rahab right. the prostitute, right. Rahab the prostitute. Right. Yet that's not how God ended up seeing her, right? Mm-hmm. As we got to read James 2.25 in the same way, was not Rahab the prostitute considered righteous? Mm-hmm. Rahab was righteous? Oh, wow. How does the word Rahab and righteous go together, right? But it says, Wasn't she considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies Mm. and sent them off in a different direction? Her entire life was surrounded by shame and guilt and embarrassment. But out of that shame and guilt, Rahab had made a life-changing decision to trust God, Mm -hmm. to have a faith, being sure of what she hoped for, and certain of what she can't see because like like I mentioned, she was not born probably when the Red Sea was parted. She wasn't there, but she had heard of it and everyone in their village was talking about it and they melted in fear about this God. God considered her righteousness, not her reputation. Right. And he does the same for you and me. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Like, Wow. Isaiah 55, 8, this is one of the, my staple verses that I go to. For my thoughts, Shalene, are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, declares the Lord. Our God specializes in imperfection. Mm. He specializes in it. So the way you're looking at someone, Shalene, or the way you're thinking about something, or the way you're scrolling through things, Shalene, that's not the way I'm thinking about it. And what's crazy about this chick that I love, and I'm, I'm going to get into it a little bit more, but he looks at Rahab like Jeremiah 1.5, right? Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, 
I set you apart for holy purpose. Mm. Put your name in there, right? Right. I can say Rahab Psalms 139.13. I have knitted you together in your mother's womb before you were born. Jeremiah 31.3. I have loved you, Rahab, Shalene, Barbara, with an everlasting love. Just awesome news because there's a lot of imperfect people listening right now. But we serve mm-hmm. a God who sees what, he, what we will become, That's right. not what we are now. That's right. That's right. It's called being redeemed. That's right. You know? I don't know. It's, it's exciting for me. I'm not what I did. I'm not what I was. I'm not what I think. I'm not what they said. I've got a new name. Right. I've got a new nature. name. Yes, and a new nature. Praise God. God says, I'm going to give you a new name because I've taken the name of Christ. They call me a Christian now. I've taken on a new name. And Rahab sits in heaven and looks on Mm. and says, that's right. You have a new name because the old name has passed away and God will rescue you. And just like he did her, right? I mean, mean, she was born like over 3,000 some odd years ago. And she's speaking a now word to us right now. Right. And so I want to encourage our listeners to stand firm. But it even gets better. You know, not only did God rehab Rahab, <laughs> right? I love that. I like he that. rehabbed her reputation. <laughs> he gave her a whole new life. And you turn to Joshua 6, 22 to 23. Not if you're driving, don't do that. <laughs> um, we're going to skip down on the story. Let me catch you up. All of... Israel had crossed over the Jordan River and they were confronted by a big problem, the mighty walls of Jericho. One of my favorite Sunday school stories as a kid, right? The city of Jericho was about six acres enclosed by huge walls. So think of like the Staples Center or the maybe arena that I speak at in um, uh, Oklahoma, Tulsa. That's 2.5 acres of floor space, right? Mm -hmm. And an acre is like 46,500 square feet for you math geniuses. So Jericho is a little more than two times the size of an arena that we'll speak in sometimes. And that city, the city walls were double walls with about 30 feet high and they were like six feet thick. Hmm. And the inner walls were 12 feet thick. And between the walls was a space of about 15 feet It's very fascinating, right? Yeah. And so when Israel approaches the city, they brought the finest military technology of the day, right? (laughs) Battering rams, (laughs) towers, ramps, ladders to get over. No, wait, that's not what they were doing. That's a movie. Um, They actually brought nothing. Mm. They brought trumpets to blow. You're like, what are you going to do with that? I'm like... Um, this is an American right. Idol. Right, yeah. It's like they brought their own. I'm, I, I mean, it, it's almost like if I'm not reading this in the Bible, right. I'd be like, okay, why would you do that? Right. Joshua told the men, the people, to be absolutely silent as they marched for six days. I didn't know that. Oh, wow. So, you, you know, you hear they marched around seven yeah. times. Yeah. So for six days, they were to be absolutely silent. But on the seventh day, they marched around the city seven times And then Joshua ordered them out of their silence and he yelled, shout. And all the men shouted and the mighty 30 feet high double walls of Jericho came crumbling down. Wow. That gave me chills. Now, if that doesn't melt you (laughs) in fear, okay, like, could you imagine being in there? I mean, I was, you know, 
when the earthquake happened, the yeah, North Ridge earthquake, yeah, yeah. that I thought, oh, this is it. Yep. This is it. Yeah. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. And it's it's once again, God wants to be the hero of our story. He didn't want some, you know, oh, I'll bring all of our best military men and our right. best right. boulder crushers and our right. ladders and we're going to come over like snipers. Right. And he's like, no, no, no. Do what I say to do. March around this silently six times, and on the seventh time, shout. And the walls came crumbling down. It says in verse 20 of Joshua 6, When the trumpet sounded, the army shouted, and at the sound of the trumpet, when the men gave a loud shout, the wall collapsed, so everyone charged straight in and took the city. They devoted the city to the Lord. Mm. So what we forget to do mm. sometimes. Right, right. We will get victory right. and we're like, woo! <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. then we go grab our, you know, sweets and treats and all the great things. And th- they devoted the city mm. instantly to the Lord mm. and destroyed with a sword every living thing in it, men, women, young, old, cattle, sheep, donkeys. Joshua said to the two men who had spied out the land, go into the, pros- there's her label, go into the prostitute's house and bring her out and all who belong to her in, in accordance with your oath to her. Guess what? They didn't need lawyers to write up a contract. And my husband's a lawyer. You know what I mean? No, they were men of their word, Mm. men and women of their word. We need to get back to this. Where you say you're going to do something, you say it. Let your yes be yes, the Bible says. Let your no be no, and anything else is from the evil one. Verse 22, Joshua said to the men who spied out the land, go and get her. So the young men who had done the spying went in and brought out Rahab, her father and mother, her brothers and sisters, and all who belonged to her. They brought out her entire family and put them in a place outside the camp of Israel. They physically rescued Rahab just like they promised. That's right. I mean, it's just like, that's right. oh, that's amazing. Because yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. do they see the that's cord? Right. Yeah. Are they really going right. to do it? I, right. I mean, okay, hi, because right. should I put lights on it? Right. Should, I, should I shake it a little bit? Like... Could you imagine the fear when those walls came down Mm -mm. and everybody you know your whole life is being slaughtered? And you're like, are they going to keep their word? I didn't really have a contract. Oh, my gosh, I should have signed that. I don't even know. I I know. know. And that brings us to the next R. In order to stand firm, we have to get redeemed. Mm. And God wants to redeem you. He wants to redeem us. He wants to completely exchange your life for a new life according to his perfect plan, just like he did for Rahab. You know, I I think I've told you this. I had my little business at 16 out of my bedroom (laughs) called California Coupons. And (laughs) I love it. And I I loved it because my mom would never get me school clothes that I wanted. She'd get me the cheap stuff. And I'm like, I want the Jordache (laughs) and the Shaminda first. And so I started a business and um, I would force my sister because back then there was actually phone lines in your house. And you were only allowed two phone numbers in your house. So my main phone line was my parents. And we had one in our bedroom. And my I had to share that with my sister. We had a Jack and Jill room. Yeah. So yeah. her room. Right. So she would answer the phone, hello. Right. And I'm like, what are you doing, Shanda? You need to answer the phone, California coupons. <laughs> and, you know. She if you thought, haven't heard this story, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, I love this. Um, and she would say hello. And I'd say, Shanda, between Eight and five answered the phone, California coupons. She's, she was five years younger, so she was in middle school. She's like, no, my friends are calling me, and they're going to think I'm weird. And I go, Shanda. And my mom would hear us arguing because we were Italian. And uh, she'd go, girls, if you don't quit arguing, I'm going to rip that phone out of your uh, bedroom because it's attached to my wall of my house. 
And by the way, this house is supposed to be cleaned weekly. Shalene, you have the downstairs, Shandy, you have the upstairs. And if that's not done, I'm ripping the phone out. And I'm like, I'm on it, mom, I'm on it. I'm busy, I'm running a business here. I'm the CEO at, at 15. And sure enough, an hour later, the doorbell rings. And I hear my mom, I'm up, you know, making deals mm -hmm. for this coupon book. Mm -hmm. And um, my mom's like, Shalene, get down here. And as I go downstairs, I'm like, what, what's going on? The door opens and here are Molly maids. And I'm like, ladies, ladies, come on in. Come on in, ladies, I need you to clean this whole downstairs because I'm busy making money. And I look up, I'll never forget this. I wish my sister was in the splash zone right now. She's looking down her little self and I go, Shanda, do you want Molly maid to clean upstairs? And she's like, yes. And I go, answer the phone, California coupons. Cal I got my first employee, right? You know, I thought I was going to be this businesswoman my whole life. And it's like, little did I know that when I was 16, I was in the redemption business. Little did I know this. This coupon book that I would mail out to 30,000 homes in Southern California, each of those coupons had to be redeemed mm. or exchanged mm -hmm. for something of value, right? Mm -hmm. I just printed up slips of paper. Right. They were almost of no value. But when exchanged at, you know... Buy one, get one free for your right. film developing. That was when you used to take right, your roll right. of film in. Or, or, you know, buy one tan, get one free. Get $5 off your pizza. That piece of paper became valuable, mm. right? Yeah. There was a redemption on it. Those coupons were torn out of the booklets and exchanged. They were worthless. But... But when exchanged at the place, the Chinese restaurant mm -hmm. or the dry cleaner or the pizza place, they were of great value, right? That's right. Today, wow. God wants to redeem you. Yes. He wants to exchange your life. Mm -hmm. Rahab's life was exchanged. Her old, miserable, worthless life as a prostitute was exchanged for entirely new, amazing life. You know, she was rescued from the destruction of Jericho. Then her worthless life was redeemed, completely exchanged for something of great value. Matthew 1, 5 says, I want to take you to the part of the Bible that we skip over a lot, which is the genealogy, okay? Because I mm. skip over that all the time. It's Matthew 1, 5 through 6. We just even write it down to remember it. But I skip over the genealogy. This is crazy, you guys. I want to tell you how important this is, how God wanted to press this on me and to share with you about redemption, being redeemed to be able to take that old self and exchange it for God's plan. So the genealogy, the table of the New Testament, there are a history of who begot who begot who, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, so here we are. And, and this is what's amazing. 1,500 years after Rahab is rescued, she shows up now in the New Testament. Mm. So here we're talking about prostitute, right. prostitute, right, right, prostitute, right, prostitute. Right. Now here she is again, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, some of the greats, the heroes of our faith aren't even mentioned this many times in the Bible. Mm -hmm. So God really wanted us to shame off of us, our labels, be right. redeemed, and be ready for what he has. So get this. Salmon, the father of Boaz, stay with me for a second, whose mother was Rahab. Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Boaz, the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Mm -hmm. Obed, the father of Jesse, and Jesse, the father of King David. Mm. What? David was the father of Solomon, whose mother was Uriah. This means Rahab, after living a life as a prostitute in Jericho, marries an Israelite mm. 
named Solomon, and they had a son named Boaz Mm. and a grandson named Obed and a great-grandson named Jesse and a great-great-grandson named King David, as in David and Goliath. Wow. Rahab is royalty. Did you just get the chills? Great. The great-great-grandson of King Solomon. It's like if you follow that chapter to the end, you'll see that you can't get to King Jesus without going through Rahab. By the grace of God, she went from Rahab the prostitute to Rahab the mother of kings. Wow. It's not enough, right, for God just to rescue us. He wants to make our lives even better. Why do I always I skip know, that I, stuff? I, I was just going to say, that's all I do is skip all, I don't know oh, this. Oh, that, that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, oh my gosh. Wow. She's in the lineage of Jesus. down. Woo! Woo! I'm like, if that didn't just splash <laughs> you, I don't even know. Her faith was so great, buddy. Wow. That she made the Faith Hall of Fame in Hebrews 11. And the great founders of the faith, like Abraham, Isaac, Moses, Joseph, she is one of only two women that mm. appear in the Faith Hall of Fame. Hebrews 11.30. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell after the army had marched around them for seven days. By faith, the prostitute Rahab, mm. because she welcomed the spies, was not killed with those who were unbelieving. Mm. Wow. Our last, our last one, I got to jump a little bit because I know I, I, I could stay on this woman for so long. It's not even funny. I got to share this. I'm like so into this study right now. I it can't even be a ta- part two. Yeah, it is. I think I do. I think I'm going to need to do a part two because I don't want to miss some of yeah, this stuff. Yeah, I don't want you to miss it Yeah, either. and it's too good and I want to share it with our Splash family because you guys are just leaning in with us and I'm getting, I'm just getting wrecked right now. Yeah, just I know. God reminding me, Shalene. Stop. Mm. I am in control of your reputation. I've redeemed you. I have restored you. And I need you to be ready because mm. I have things to come. I love how it's being so relevant. Ugh. You know, just focusing, turning the mirror back on ourselves. Right. I love it. Love how you're explaining this. I, I, she's just amazing. And, and some of us are sitting here and this faith thing is all new to you. You're listening to this right now and you're mm-hmm. like, I want to follow God, but I don't mm-hmm. really know, you right. know what to do, Barbara and Shalene. Right. And um, Rahab heard about God and she right. made a choice, you right. guys. That's right. She made a choice. Mm. And you listening right now, something in her new truth when she heard it, the truth just resonated in her heart. And that's what God's looking at. Yes, do, would it be great to gather as believers? Yes, is it important to be in his word? Yes, these are all things that are going to water you and give you wisdom and knowledge. But here you have this situation, and I don't want us to miss this. She said, when we heard of it, our hearts melted in fear and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on earth below. Rahab heard about God and she made a choice. Mm -hmm. Something in her new truth Mm -hmm. when she heard it. And that truth just resonated with her heart. And some of you have been hearing truth in your life. Mm -hmm. And you've heard truth here today in our part one. That's the Holy Spirit (laughs) because it's not us. And you've heard truth here today and you need to respond Mm. and make a choice to follow him. And some of you have never made 
Make uh, a Jesus choice. the Lord and Confess the ruler. Confess with your mouth. Thank you. Jesus Christ is Lord. Mm-hmm. You shall be saved. Because if we were to examine your life, my life, it would be very clear that Jesus is not the Lord. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. And we need to get that right. It's the most important relationship in your life. And when Jesus hung on that cross, he was sacrificing his life so that you and I could be forgiven of our faults, mm-hmm. of our reputation, mm-hmm. of the labels that maybe people put on you, that your family members, your neighbors, your coworkers, the, the person maybe you're in an affair with right now, the abortion that you had, the, the misuse of drugs or alcohol that you're doing, your anger issues, all of these things, God's like, I, I know. Right. You're not shocking right. me. Right. I knew she was a prostitute. Right. And I still was gonna make her royalty. Right. I'm gonna rehab her. I'm going to rehab Rahab That's and right. make her royalty. Have right. that for the R's. I, I was just going to say, these are all R's. <laughs> and it's like, I, Barbara and I are not arrogantly on this mm-hmm. Flash podcast saying, I'm a Christian. Yeah, right. I have it all together. No, we yeah, suck no. and need a savior. That's right. And it was not the nails that held him on the cross, friends. It was his love for you mm. that kept his son up there. He took that penalty of death so that you and I could have a right relationship with God. It has nothing to do about you. That's the the most like awesome thing for me. I can drop that weight of backpack. I can't be good enough. It is by grace you are saved, undeserved favor. It is mercy. You don't get to add anything to it. He took the penalty of death so that I, you and I, all of you listening right now could have a relationship with God. And I, and I love what it says in Revelation 3.20. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come to him and dine with him and he with me. He is standing at the door right now of your heart and he wants you to have faith like Rahab. Mm-hmm. So I'm inviting you to let, and, and please reach out to Barbara and I. We're all over social media. You, you can't not find us, okay? Right. You can Google us and find us. We don't have people. We don't have assistance. Barbara responds to everything. She responds to all of Kirk's emails. It's like crazy. She's amazing. But this is the most important thing. And I wanna, I'm going to wrap up part one of this series of Rahab and the R's right here before we get into the last one, which is ready. If This is Romans 10.9. If you confess with your mouth, I mean, it's right now. You don't need me to do it. You don't need Barbara to do it. You don't need your pastor to do it. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Just like Barbara and I are, just like Rahab was, and just like you can be. It doesn't mean we're going to be perfect. No. But we've been saved by the blood of Jesus. Yes. So thank you. Thank you for listening about the two R's. We have one more coming. Um, We're going to wrap up. I know. (laughs) I didn't realize how long this talk was, but I'm just, I'm so excited to dive in and thank you for letting us share. I feel splashed. I hope you do do too. too. But please join us back for the second part of Standing Firm. Um, And until next time, make the Lord the Lord of your life. We love you. Thanks for joining us today. Come splash with us at shaleenbryan.com.